Hi, I'm Valerie Williams and welcome to Lens on Fitness, a podcast that will zoom in on all areas of physical fitness and wellness. I want to show you how both of these can only be achieved with the right state of mind. And I will do this by bringing to light all kinds of issues and by sharing some of the lessons that I have learned in order to help put you on the path of becoming an individual with a strong body and an even stronger mind. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Lens on Fitness podcast. It's really nice that you're able to join me once again. Today, I want to talk about building a home gym when you have very little space and very little money. Now, I'm sure that there are many of you that are actually keen to work out, but feel as though there are quite a few barriers that get in the way. And these barriers could range from not living anywhere near a gym. You know, it's difficult for you to commute or get yourself down to a gym or maybe not having the money for a gym membership or perhaps not even liking the gym environment or maybe you just simply find it difficult to fit it in because of certain family commitments or work commitments. Well, I don't want you to worry about this anymore because you can actually get a workout done at home. Even if you have a small home or, or a very limited amount of money, it is still possible to do so. One of the biggest mistakes people make, they assume that, well, if I can't afford a gym membership or I can't get down to the gym or work's getting in the way or this is getting in the way, then there's just no option of me being able to work out. But that's where a lot of people go wrong because there is. Long gone are the days where people would go out and feel forced to have to go and buy a running machine or an exercise bike or a rowing machine. All these things really do is is take up a, a lot of room in your home. And especially if you don't have a big enough home to begin with. I mean, you could be living in a very small apartment and it's not going to be ideal to have this big, great piece of equipment just sitting there staring at you every day and getting in the way. And furthermore, that kind of stuff isn't really cheap anyway. So the last thing you want to do is to be forced to have to go out and finance these things in order to be able to get a workout. That's not what we want. So I want to run through five different pieces of equipment that you could purchase for home use that are basic but very useful. Now, my choices are based on the fact that these bits of equipment are cheap, they're portable, easy to store out of the way, and they have multiple uses. So there's no chance of you getting bored. One of the first things that you're going to need is an exercise mat. You don't need anything real fancy, just a basic exercise mat that you're going to be using for a lot of body weight exercises and for cool down stretches. I mean, if you're into yoga, then yes, you can use it for that too. Don't make the mistake that a lot of people make by thinking they can get away with just using a nice fluffy rug that they have at home. You've got to remember that as you work out, your body's going to start getting hot and you're going to begin to sweat. Second piece of equipment, dumbbells. Now, when you're not doing bodyweight exercises, you need to keep yourself challenged in some way or another. And dumbbells are a great way to do that. One thing to remember, don't just invest in one pair of dumbbells and that's it. If that's all you can afford to start with, then yes, that's ideal. But I can promise you that using the same weight of dumbbells for every exercise is not going to be effective. Let me give you an example. 
If I was to do an overhead press, I know that the weight is going to be completely different to the the dumbbell weight that I would use if I was doing, say, a bent over row. And that's why you need to invest in maybe three different sets of dumbbells. Aim for something that's that's light, but not too light. Aim for something that's like an average type weight, a middle weight, and then get something that's slightly heavier. Play around with what works for you and then you can gauge what your light is, what your middle weight is and what your heaviest weight dumbbell is. Third piece of equipment, resistance bands. Now they definitely have to be one of the most versatile pieces of fitness equipment you can buy. You can target your entire body with resistance bands and you can mimic a lot of the machine-based strength moves with them also. The great thing about these are is that they come in a set of different resistances. So you'll have extra light, light, medium, heavy, you have extra heavy, you know, you get the idea. Obviously, just like with the dumbbells, you would pick a, a certain resistance band according to the type of exercise that you're doing and according to the strength that you have at that particular time. As you grow and develop and become stronger and you want to challenge yourself more, you have a selection of different resistances that you can actually choose to use. I'm going to sneak the jump rope in at number four. Jumping rope is one of the best ways to get a cardiovascular workout in. It definitely increases your heart rate pretty quickly and it also works your arms, shoulders, legs and your core all at the same time. Now, this wouldn't be ideal for somebody who doesn't have high enough ceilings or you might have neighbours that live below you downstairs that could be grumpy. Then obviously this is not going to work for you. But if you're able to take your skipping rope and maybe you might have a communal garden or have just have your own garden space, it's it's an excellent piece of equipment, especially when you start throwing in all those different types of jumping moves that you can do. You know, you've seen how the boxers do it. There's just no way you can actually get bored with a jump rope. No way, I tell you. And for number five, I'm going to choose the kettlebell. Now, some people might see the kettlebell as being a trendy workout tool that's around today. But these things have actually been around for hundreds of years. Now, if you're not too sure what a kettlebell is, it's a bell shaped weight. So the bell is the lower half and then the top half is a handle. And the great thing about the way that the kettlebell is designed is that its its weight distribution is quite uneven. So, so therefore, as you lift and you press and you swing the kettlebell, your body is constantly trying to adjust to the changing pull of gravity. I'm not going to suggest that you run out and buy three different weights of kettlebells. I would suggest that you just buy one kettlebell. It's something that requires a little bit of skill and technique and practice. If obviously you're a beginner, then just try and develop your technique before you start moving on to experimenting with different weights. And there you have it, five pieces of equipment that you can actually purchase for your home so you can start working out, which are cheap, portable, have multiple uses and easy to store away. What more could you ask for? And if you're new to working out or new to some of the equipment that I've just mentioned, just get yourself onto YouTube and you'll see numerous videos and ideas starting from the very basics, right to intermediate, right to advanced. And that'll give you a few ideas on the sort of things that you can do at home. And despite what you think, you don't need a ton of equipment in order to 
get a good workout. I mean, when I first started working out, all I used was my body weight and a set of adjustable dumbbells. That was it. And that's all I needed because I soon discovered that the less that you have, the more creative you want to be with what you have. And let's hope that you feel the same way too. And if you want to see how I personally put some of those bits of equipment to use, the ones that I've mentioned in this podcast, if you go onto Instagram and go onto the page at train like an athlete, that's my fitness page. It's all there for you to see plus more. And whilst I'm on the subject of Instagram, don't forget to also check out the lens on fitness page, which is the page set up specifically for this podcast where you can actually leave messages, you know, via DM or comment on certain topics that I've discussed on any of these episodes. So until next time, take great care of yourself and see you on the next episode. Bye for now.